everyone welcome to the fifth episode of saving ourselves and today we do have a surprise guest again but before telling that i'm here in the studio with jennifer yes i'm here with my yes usual yes and uh, we're gonna talk about banking and sustainable banking today and uh, the guest is ruth Pihlava from seb and she's the head of sustainable banking right correct thanks for the invitation awesome so ruth would you like to introduce yourself uh, first off yeah, absolutely. So really pleasure to be here and, and well done with kicking off this kind of a podcast. Uh, the two of you really, uh, really sort of exemplary and, and, and great initiative. Uh, but uh, yeah, so my name is Ruth Pihlava and I'm working as uh, heading sustainable banking at SCB in Finland. Um, and uh, I have uh, experience from banking since um, 2005 when I started working in London at Resnick Kleinward uh, and then have, have worked uh, at SCB for, for, for 13 years already oh. uh, in, in a few different positions within sort of markets, within institutional banking and now quite a bit with corporate clients. Okay. And you're the head of sustainability. So what does that mean in a banking field? What yep. does the head of sustainability mean to a bank? Hmm, very good question. Um, very good question. And, 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 and there we actually come directly to the sort of the really um, important and interesting topic of, of what is the kind of material sustainability issues uh, for a bank. Mm. And, and we can talk a lot about this later on, but, but it basically covers kind of both a bit of like a risk perspective on what we finance mm -hmm. and, and the kind of the sustainability risks in that, but it, and also opportunities uh, because the whole sustainability kind of super cycle will obviously also of opportunities. Um, but but then so it's it's kind of both driving business de mm. in terms of developing new new products and 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 sort of uh, developing our credit portfolio, but also sort of then addressing the 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 sort of the, the risk side as we are a bank. Yeah. Okay. So I think a perfect example is this green loan you have from your offices. Yeah, your your coffees, I would say. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be an example yeah. of a product yes. uh, that that we have developed a sort of what we would call a sustainable finance product. Mm. Um, and and so, so basically um, some investments uh, or some assets could be financed with green lending yeah. uh, and, and green loans. And what's quite interesting is what we see in the market now is this what's called a greenium. So basically... Mm sustainable finance or, or green finance products uh, actually achieve a tighter pricing than than mm. kind of uh, normal, normal. Uh, bonds or, or, or loans. Wow. Uh, so there is just so huge demand that, and I guess also that uh, a view that uh, that there is lower risks because With you that, have uh, the sustainability angle thought through. Uh, okay. So for example, uh, things like this uh, is that, you know, what we work with. Very interesting. That's really interesting, and we're already in the like at the core of the topic of today. And uh, before we go further, would you elaborate a bit more about what what is like banking to do with sustainability in the first place? 
Yeah, good, good, really good question. Uh, a lot. Uh, I think we are really a catalyst uh, in in the whole society, in in driving the sort of the the, the sustainable uh, transformation. And uh, so I think if we kind of stay take a step back and, and think uh, what is banking and yeah. and and uh, and from there then what is material and what can we impact yeah. um so so i think from uh, if you look at scb uh, scb is a sort of a nordic and, and and european bank um we we have strong presence in in all of the nordic countries in germany mm -hmm. in uk in in baltics we have international network with with presence uh, in 20 different countries and 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 what kind of characterizes us uh, is that we have a, a, a quite a big um corporate lending book so so we are a really big financier uh in the in the large corporate space um and and so that would mean like all of the large uh nordic uh, uh corporates that that you would know mm. in in finland in, in sweden in norway and so on so so we are we are we finance those, those in yeah. in terms of lending we also have a big um investment management operation so there we would be managing global portfolios so equity portfolios and, and bond portfolios and and and, and so on uh, so so we we are kind of like a synopsis of the whole society and the whole industry yeah. And 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 hence we yeah I think I, I quite like the word catalyst so so I think we can kind of use that role that that sort of um, position um, as as sort of uh, financing all of the different sectors mm. and and we know there is big challenges in if you look at sort of steel or energy yeah. and and so so those are really the carbon heavy sectors so as a financier we can be influencing and supporting those companies in doing the transition. Okay, that that sounds like a. I have this feeling that most of these corporates didn't like it when you introduced some of these measures you you put in place, especially when it came to land, uh, lending. Mm. So, can you give us a picture of how they took it? They took the news or they mm. accepted the news when you told them that okay, before we finance you, for example, you need to be this and that. Mm. How was the news received? Yeah, so I think where we come from is that. Um, mostly we have very long-term client relationships so we are not there kind of just for this project mm. and then maybe not for the next one but okay. but we are really partners uh and obviously if you are a light, large sort of uh, a bank or a financier for a corporate then you can't just walk away because then you would need to find someone else to take your place so you're mm. kind of married actually <laughs> um and uh, and so 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 it's not so much kind of us announcing that now we would you require you to do that, but mm. but um, uh, but it's it's a bit more like a, a dialogue, and also we need to have a lot of respect for the fact that, for example, the whole transition of the energy sector uh, or steel or mm. cement or, or or sort of these large industries. Uh, so it is actually quite massive investment requirements that mm -hmm. may be needed in order to do that transition. And the investment cycle is really long. So if you decide to, to run down coal and, and, and kind of fossil fuel based energy generation mm -hmm. before you built up enough renewable energy, firstly, it, it requires a lot, a of, lot of financing, mm -hmm. but it also requires a lot of time and just to kind of make up, get the permits and and get the plans and do the project i mean maya you must know this well i mean you are what did you say you studied industrial 
engineering, engineering yeah. Uh, environmental tech and energy so. yeah so you, you mean you, you this must be you are, you are more expert on this than <laughs> i am so 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 basically i think it it requires um it requires a lot of time um and and in that a bank uh that if you have if if you can form a view that your customer has a credible transition plan that they will do the transition mm. then you're happy to finance them and 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 kind of stick with them yeah yeah, yeah. okay and actually studies mentioned so there at school we were well discussing quite a lot uh, about the investments required for going green and building this ecosystem that is truly sustainable and really often uh they were like the professors for example were saying that yeah um wind power for example is the cheapest energy we can get because now the windmills are super high but it's crazy expensive to build those mm. machines there and that's a bottleneck there so apparently it's Exactly. So that's a really good point that on a lot of things, um, what is then the kind of the, the marginal cost and, and, and what's the kind of like, because from somewhere you must get that capital mm. to, to build those windmills. Yeah. And, and, and at the same time, we've seen a really massive take up of this renewable kind of solar based and wind based uh, energy. Uh, uh, because there has sort of it has reached uh, the, the cost level has reached a kind of a critical mm -hmm. point when it makes sense to, to build that and and then there we also come a lot to to kind of regulatory uh, guidance mm -hmm. uh, so also uh, states and 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 sort of uh, legislators need to do their part in kind of forming in 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 sort of. Um, uh, kind of guiding support towards the technologies that need to be developed and built, and uh, and and they do that partly through banks and mm -hmm. and through investment. So now, let's not spend all of this episode talking about EU regulation, <laughs> but but, <laughs> but but that's what I do a lot of my 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 sort of during my days. But but basically, the Commission has this whole sustainable finance action plan, and the idea is to to direct capital from kind of fossil-based economy to this non-fossil economy. Yeah. And that requires this huge uh, amount of investments uh, to do to, to reach this carbon neutral continent and, mm. and, and, and the minus 55 reduction target on emissions by 2030. And, and in order to do that, uh, they've come out with this EU taxonomy and a lot of other regulations with which they direct capital mm. and they also for banks they've set this uh, um, you know or or it's likely that there is this green asset ratio so banks would need to mm. report on, yeah. on the kind of the what amount of their assets that they finance are sustainable so they would mm. say taxonomy aligned um, and uh and and so so we start to see that uh, this kind of uh, regulatory pressure is also feeding into cost of capital and and kind of availability of capital. Mm. So that's kind of how you uh, operate, how you can use the financial system, both the equity funds, but banks lending, and and the bond markets and mm. all of these elements. So you kind of um, give a cheaper price for sustainable assets. Or you give the correct price to the non-sustainable <laughs> assets. Maybe that's the way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Really encourage different companies and yeah. organizations to become sustainable. And that's super interesting. And actually, last week were we were talking about legal innovation. Yeah, <laughs> pieces are just coming together here. And 
actually one question regarding well the way you are encouraging companies so how have you succeed succeeded in uh, encouraging companies to choose sustainability mm. um yeah that's uh, that's a good question so i think if if we look back sort of in terms of what scb has um set in terms of our own targets. Mm-hmm. So we have committed to, 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 we've signed this net zero banking alliance. So that means we've committed to uh, bringing uh, our credit portfolios and investment portfolios uh, emissions to zero by 2050. And that's obviously super far, that's kind yeah. of visionary. Mm-hmm. But it's w- what's kind of even more interesting is that you commit to, to set uh, intermediate targets, yeah. um, sort of, um, yeah, fairly soon, and 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 to revise those every sort of five years and revisit. Mm. Now, in order to be able to do that, then obviously you need to understand what your current situation is yes. and what does your credit portfolio look like. Mm. What is what is the emissions uh, uh, from there? And now we're obviously talking mostly on climate than on emissions. So that's kind of like the existential uh, yeah. thing thing for 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 all of us and and uh to to do that then we basically approach all of our corporate clients uh as especially the ones within kind of material carbon mm-hmm. footprint yeah. uh, sectors uh and uh and and we look at what their what their emission kind of uh intensity or emission level is today and we also look at what they are what kind of targets they have a- announced mm-hmm what's their kind of pathway what's mm. the tra- trajectory mm. uh how are they kind of now communicating that uh their performance will develop and uh and then we basically we we do the analysis uh in the bank and mm. and then we also we go to then we present our results kind of to the corporates mm. uh and we have a discussion really good discussion <laughs> uh, and 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 i mean we all obviously also are learning uh we're not kind yeah. of environmental scientists or so so we are also learning um on on kind of how how to sort of what are the pressure points and 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 so on but i think it comes very clear uh to to our customers that um that we are quite we are a bit of a first mover on this but Mm -hmm. all of the banks will be approaching them with the same discussion and the reason why they will approach it they need to tell their own investors so the bank's investors our equity holders yeah. and our financiers i mean we 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 do a huge amount of bond issues to finance the the, the business uh we need to explain to them what climate risk what transition risks are in our credit portfolio yeah. and and that has a direct impact on our capital price and on our capital availability yeah. so it's kind of part of our risk management and 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 through that it becomes quite clear uh that that obviously we we can't finance uh a laggard or we can't finance in long term someone who who does not have a transition plan yeah, yeah. uh because that is just a stranded asset or that is a risk uh a credit loss basically for the mm, bank yeah uh and so, so so i think it 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 is quite simple uh in in that sense now what i was saying before we are kind of we have this very long term mentality mm. and and we have a group of clients that we've banked for a very long time mm. so our kind of first option is to is not exit a lot of clients yeah. and say that okay you don't seem to be doing the transition immediately we will exit but it's rather to kind of yeah 
have a dialogue and, and, and then support them in financing the requirement required investments mm. so that they can do the transition. Yeah. Whether it's to build those wind parks or 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 new technology yeah. or what have you. Um so 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 that's kind of I think really powerful how the financial markets are kind of making the transition happen. Investors impacting us, us impacting the the sort of the, the companies mm-hmm. and investors obviously asking the same questions directly from a lot of those corporates. But that's kind of how it comes together. Yeah, a very interesting story. And um you you did say one thing that um like because I think everything you explain now was trying to get your customers to understand why there is a need for them to take action at this point. And you also said that you are the first mover. So you are the first bank probably to have maybe to pay attention to this. Yeah, so I, I, uh, I'm I, sure all banks pay a lot of attention mm. to this. Uh, what I what I think we are a bit of a first mover is is having developed really concrete models in okay. how we look at the, the kind of uh, uh, transition pathways of mm. our clients. So basically what we are what we are trying to do, and we have actually an excellent report, uh, a sustainability report for oh. 2020, <laughs> including <laughs> including yeah. a, a a section on 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 TCFD, so the uh, task force on on climate related financial disclosure. So mm-hmm. so um, so so if you want to kind of see how a financial institution is looking at the risks and opportunities related to to climate risks, uh, uh, have a look of our oh, our would. report. There's a bit of an ad here, <laughs> okay. but 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 yeah. So, so what I was just going to say that like all of this is public. What mm-hmm. I'm saying here, and um, so so I think we have a, a kind of really well thought through mm. model in in terms of looking at it. And what we do then is we basically want to be able to classify our credit portfolio and our balance sheet and say, this part of the credit portfolio is already Paris aligned and is already green. Yeah. And this part um, is, is transitional. And, and and we want to kind of identify what part is, is, is then, for example, yeah, you would kind of say brown or mm-hmm. not transitional kind yeah. of status quo. It's a lot of work, yeah. So, for example, if you have a massive energy gener- energy sector exposure, like we are, frankly, we are a large fin- financier in, within the energy sector. So then, obviously, you need to be able to tell your uh, mm. investors uh, not just that how many... Uh, how many billions you're financing within the energy sector, but rather be able to tell what part of that is is green and what part of that is transitional and understand Mm. it kind of Mm. more deeply. So that is disclosure. And that's what's the kind of the, uh, I think that's what's being kind of called after uh, by the whole Financial Stability Board and Mm. this uh, TCFD initiative that there should be disclosure so that there is no kind of surprise risks for investors. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And actually for the listeners who do not do not know, so they're in climate change, we do have uh, roughly like two kinds of risks. So we do have these physical risks. So for for example, water is rising, that's physical risk really of climate change. But then we do have these transitional risks, uh, which are like which are about the transition so laws are changing for example exactly we move into new kind of system and new ways of working so that's the transitional risk we're talking about here uh, exactly and those are quite significant and obviously we assess physical risk as well so mm. for example if you have a large 
real estate or property portfolio, you might need to assess flooding risks and so on, which yeah. are increasing with climate change. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, so transition risks in terms of like if we get the price on carbon mm -hmm. or if we get regulation, uh, if, if you get um, regulation on, on, on sort of, uh, yeah, like for, for example, if you're in Finland now, we, we are sitting in Finland, even yeah. if I think we have an international <laughs> audience. Uh, so, so an, an example is is kind of uh, peat. Uh, so, so there has been a kind of a phase out and, and a mm. sort of um, uh, speeding up of of uh, phase out in peat. So yeah. that means concretely credit losses for uh, the parties that finance those yeah, uh, peat operations. Yeah, and a lot of jobs lost. Uh, I I remember I watched the documentary uh, here in Finland. Where, mm. Yeah, one one farmer was. Like he's lost almost everything because it just disappeared overnight. And yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he looked very depressed and, and sad about it. Exactly. Yeah. And mm. from there, we kind of come that the whole climate change and transition risk, the physical risk, it has also this sort of social consequences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, so which, which has a whole other dimension yeah. to, to kind of, uh, to be taken into account. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that makes the whole thing very complex. And that is why I think we chose to even focus, like change the conversation a little bit and focus on a different angle of this climate change. Yeah, but, yeah. and also there, when we need to change into new ways of working, there's something positive coming. And Always. Like, there's new ways of coming for you or who is losing your job now. No worries, no worries. You will find something else <laughs> for sure. Trust me. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> you should follow my yeah, on Instagram if you don't find something soon, but that is just a side note. But yeah, let's get back to the conversation. <laughs> okay. Mm -mm. Now, um, I think in the beginning of this podcast, you were talking about a lot of um, things you're doing at this moment. So SEB have put in place a lot of maybe uh, products, uh, different services that is sort of addressing this problem we are talking about. So maybe tell us more about that. Yeah, great. Uh, That's a really good topic. Yeah, so so what we... We, we we kind of touched base on the on the green bonds yeah. and green loans earlier on and and, um, and SCB was actually uh, developing the first ever green bond with the World Bank 2007-2008. So wow. we kind of uh, kick-started the market. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, wow. uh, it's a good kind of track record uh, on, on that instrument. And that, that basically has ever since uh, become an, and grown into an established market. But what's kind of new, uh, who is the like new kid, uh, new kid on the street is, is sustainability linked financing. And what we saw about two years ago was this sort of, um, uh, uh, start of uh, sustainability linked structures in in loans, mm. and now we are seeing it bonds, and it's just exploding. Mm. And and what it basically means is, is that um, so you you kind of um, uh, you you link uh, the the bonds or or loans uh, margin payment or coupon mm. uh, to 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 KPIs, uh, so key performance indicators, so to targets yeah. that are relevant. Uh, to a company, and so it could be emissions. It is quite often uh, some emission Emission, targets, mm. um, and and uh, but it also could be uh, something material like uh, safety. Uh, so especially in heavy industry, say if you think more broadly about yeah. the stakeholder, 
uh, group and, and employees. Uh, so so uh, having focus on safety and improving safety it can be important. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and it could be sort of waste management and kind of circularity. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, so for example, we did, um, a sustainability linked bond for, uh, a, a structured one for H&M. So, so there we, one of the KPIs was on, on, on circularity. Oh. Okay. So, and, and using kind of uh, uh, sort of, uh, re yeah, reusing materials. So, so yeah, so what, what is super interesting is when you engage with the corporate uh, or with the client on, 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 on doing an, an instrument like that and, and doing their financing. So it, there's a few things. So when, firstly, it's pretty tough discussions actually on how you can ha what KPIs to choose yeah. and it's often on what data you have available because when you put in something a measure into a financial document yeah. uh, a public uh, financial document so then it must be kind of watertight that mm. you have the data it's it's uh, can be measured you have the history mm we can kind of evaluate that it's actually ambitious the level that you it's not too easy you you yeah. must do business kind of go beyond business the as normal, usual yeah. so i think those questions are super valuable and and it also reveals that uh, the 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 customers that have kind of their shopping order mm -hmm. and then some that think they have great kpis but but maybe have a bit more work to do mm -hmm. and actually being yeah. able to to tie their financing to yeah. those targets yeah. so so that's and and if i if i kind of continue on this monologue a little bit here so, so there's a, <laughs> please we are just enjoying it so so then i think the second interesting point there is that um then when if you think about kind of you have one management and that management commits to some targets on mm -hmm. say emission reduction yeah. uh by by 2030 and then you set that into a financial agreement uh and then say the management changes, changes but yeah. you still have that so you kind of tie you pass on the commitment yep. from one management to another mm. so it's a bit like the climate law yeah. uh, in the eu yeah. so 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 it's actually quite a powerful tool yeah it is and i i feel like i share sector somehow especially when it comes to even the governments and like yeah because then if one government goes out of power, the next one will sort of continue with, with the targets that were set by the first one. Because nowadays, uh, it doesn't happen. Because mm. once the government changes, then everything goes, they, they almost forget about it, and then they come in with their own plans. Yeah, and that's yeah. why you need this yeah. kind of like, you need it, yeah, like a climate law. Yeah. So it, it, it gets much more deeply rooted. Mm. Mm. And how, how is this product doing so far? I think you said it's the newest kid on the block. So, Yeah, and I think it will be the kid on the block, fr oh. frankly. Um, so so it's quite interesting. This basically, the sustainability-linked bond market um, started um, yeah, last year. Mm. And now, you know, we know that sustainability is like core for pretty much all companies mm. in, in their strategies. Yeah. So then... Uh, so then I think, uh, you know, from discussions with some some clients, so mm -hmm. they basically say that if sustainability is this like really core for our strategy, how could we do financing, which, which is not sustainability yeah. linked. Enticing. So it's kind of becoming almost like, yeah. it's, it's not the kind of a niche thing anymore. 
Yeah. I think we have spoken a lot about like corporate customers when it comes to the banking side. So what about us, the private customers also? I'm sure you do have some of these customers as well. Yes, we have. Yeah, we have uh, obviously a large private uh, customer segment as well. In Finland, uh, we have uh, we have a fairly small private customer. Mm. We have a sort of a private bank, which serves a fairly selected uh, a kind of it's more wealth management um, mm. approach. Um, and, and, uh, but yeah, so we have a large, uh, private customer segment as well. And, and, and if you then think about the kind of, um, so it's, I think it's, it's quite important for a bank if, um, what are the, 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 the views and preferences mm. of our customers. And that mm. of course also impacts, um, impacts us and our, our kind of, uh, choices to, to some extent. Um, and, um, uh, but but yeah so so um so i think there there's a few things it's it's kind of offering products like mm. investment products yeah. uh which which are which take into account sustainability um and uh, and now i think what we've seen is is that we are no longer doing kind of sustainable products and normal products we only do sustainable products okay so that's kind of prudent you you have a sustainability policy which basically covers everything, everything yeah. um and and then of course you know it's it's the normal kind of your you you buy a house and you need a loan uh and and so from there obviously we need to understand then the the kind of um energy efficiency of the whole kind mm. of uh portfolio of those mortgages yeah. so so then that would be kind of one part in in um and then that obviously ties very much into kind of the state level um you know strategies on mm. and developing sustainable housing and and, and so on yeah yes. I, I did ask that question because i think we the private customers normally don't pay attention to <laughs> to some of these things uh when, when your bank tells you okay they, they have introduced this new thing or they have made some new changes or new laws blah 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 we don't normally pay attention so that is why i asked that question mm. if there was something so by default your customers are getting this this sustainable offering or products or services just that they are probably not aware of it so i wanted you to say it so that you know they are they are contributing to a more sustainable world in a way uh yeah you could you could say that's so obviously the way a bank works is 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 you have the deposits from mm -hmm. your from your sort of private customers yeah. or of course corporate customers as well um and uh and then that's kind of part of the whole uh your how you finance your your Everything, operation yeah. and, and 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 so on so yeah um of course it's uh and i think we see that that customers are more and more kind of aware mm. and they want to understand what the bank that um that they are using finances mm. and and how it operates so so we've certainly uh, seen that okay so it's it can be considered as a competitive advantage uh, yeah, I think we have a long heritage within sustainability. Then, then of course, um, our sort of the, the describing the nature of what we then do, mm. we are financing the sort of the, the sort of a, a big kind of polluters. I mean, to be to be kind mm. of honest, but but we can only finance and and I mean, so so factually, you can still not 
produce kind of steel or all of the energy that's needed without emissions. We are, mm. as a society, yeah. we are not there yet. Yeah. Um, but what we obviously need to do is we need to make sure that we we understand that that positions that those um exposures have a credible transition story yeah. so mm-hmm. but and, and and there is a bit of uh the timeline mm. is you know for for the uh, for the the what, what we were talking before the trend the tra- timeline for the transition is quite long yeah mm. uh whereas then obviously yeah that might not be something that um that the sort of a private customer uh takes into account now let's look at the the opportunities there because it's clear that sustainability is built in you know what, like what SAP is doing and uh, it can be considered as a competitive advantage for you so is there some room for becoming even more sustainable there in SAP? Mm. yeah it's a it's a good question i i think um um it's 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 kind of everyday work it's no kind of massive steps big steps that mm. that you you take um i think as as most things in life it's kind of uh not the sexy you know one big solution <laughs> but but just like uh i think the key thing is is also for us to to have like the whole organization uh work uh on this and 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 that's what we are we we are doing mm. and and i think we are going with the with the sort of yeah fairly sort of high speed mm. ahead mm. on 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 this and and it's on this kind of how we are supporting and how we are uh impacting kind of our customers mm. Mm. um and the thing is it's um it's not just that you decide to do it it it's just a dialogue after a dialogue and it takes a lot of time and sort of analytical capacity and Mm. you need to build up all that competence within your organization uh so so things are not kind of instant in the sense that that you you build a model and then that's it yeah uh but the bigger the organization we are like fifteen thousand people uh so so you need to roll that out and uh and 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 so it's kind of like a big ship that then turns hey actually how are you building this competence inside your company there's a few things to it um uh we always did you kind of like learning we do like webinars we do mm-hmm. we do kind of education yeah. but then what is what we have done is we've created this uh, sustainable banking unit so where what i'm also part of so mm-hmm. so i think it, it comes to kind of governance and what role you give how big strategic importance mm-hmm. you give to, to certain things uh, in an organization so so uh, we have a chief sustainability officer who is a member of the group executive committee. So, mm-hmm. so we and and this is very much on the you know on the agenda for our CEO from for our board, and and so we that has meant that we created this organization, sustainable banking. Uh, we have sort of uh, dedicated responsible people at each side. Mm. Where we have a really a big competence hub, both for this climate finance and climate sustainable finance, like green bonds and yeah. sustainability linked linked bonds and so on. And and then um, for kind of uh, uh, the whole risk management that we spoke a lot here about. Yeah. Uh, so 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 that's kind of you create this competence hub. You network with like 
all of these with UN different organizations, with the International Capital Markets Association. Uh, we are a member of the Commission's Platform on Sustainable Finance. So we are actually in an expert group advising yeah. the EU Commission on, on how to finalize the sustainable finance regulation, like the taxonomy. Uh, so, so you kind of build that competence and, and then you share it in the organization and, mm. and you kind of start to raise the level for, for sort of, um, uh, different, different teams and, mm. and different kind of roles, uh, to, to have, to be able to have more and more, uh, of that competence and, and, and that kind of, um, uh, customer dialogue as well yeah. and uh, I yeah it's pretty fun area so people are really willing <laughs> and, and keen to to learn yeah. Uh, yeah so I don't I, there's no kind of issue in that but obviously it, it does take time yeah. and 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 it's also evolving the whole regulatory landscape and and our customers I mean the Nordic companies are fantastic I mean they most of them are kind of like really strong performers um yeah. within this area so and, and and they are kind of winners in the sense that they are able to develop like high technology uh products which are the solutions yeah for less water usage for for sort of less emissions for more better energy efficiency yeah. whatever you have so 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 i think it it is uh, it's kind of that's how you start rolling out the the competence that sounds well. It's not easy, but it, I'm glad that you at least continued and you didn't stop when you found how difficult it would be, as you've <laughs> you've repeated several times in your own in your own talk. But yeah. uh, have I said many times that it is difficult? it takes time. It takes time. Yeah, I guess it's in many cases that you are not just saying that hey, let's become sustainable or tomorrow, whatever, yeah, and then chop and then you change. Yeah, mm. but there's like transition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the kind of realism here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have one last question maybe. So, um what was the biggest challenge for SCB when you started this uh, this journey and how did you overcome it? For somebody listening out there who is also looking at ways they can maybe be more sustainable being at a bank or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Now we are looking something in inspiring. Inspiring, yeah. Mm. What was the biggest kind of a challenge? Um, I, I think in, it it takes vision and and kind of boldness to 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 make uh, big commitments that that we have we have done. But it also takes um, you need to make sure that you have the data and you the kind of you you understand what you are committing on. Mm -hmm. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe that's kind of, and I think there, the, the sort of the, the inspiring thing is, and, and, and what I think in whatever you, you, you are kind of, whether you are sort of like a, a student or you work in, in whatever positions or, or you are a sort of, um, a leading a, a, a co company or so on. So, so I think, um, it basically you need to start from from understanding your your current position and and just building that competence not everybody needs to be sustainability experts yeah. and i'm not a sustainability expert as such i don't have a, such a long track record within sustainability but but it's uh it's uh it's the kind of curiosity and 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 uh, and willingness to to start challenging and overcoming overcoming the the, the challenges um but um 
But yeah, so I think it is with the kind of uh, you both need the realism on what the sort of realistic mm. picture on on what you what's kind of doable. Yeah. Uh, because if you set targets that are just visionary, then that will become quite quickly uh, mm. obvious. Yeah. Uh, so so you you kind of need a very concrete action plan to back up uh, what what you are what you are targeting. Soon it's time to wrap up the episode, and now it's time for the last question. Jennifer, you said that you had the last question, so I may say this one then. No, uh, well, I had the last but one question, so now my... <laughs> okay. I like this. Are you fighting who's going to have the last question? <laughs> I, I'm not in a hurry, so I'm, I'm happy to stay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, uh, well, from my part, probably the last one. So... What is your total team SDG and why? What is my favorite SDG and, yeah, and, and why? why? Yeah. And, and this is a very difficult question, actually, <laughs> I have to say. Uh, for, um, for, for, yeah, because I mean, as we all know, it's all kind of interlinked, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, climate change and, and poverty and equality and, and all of these is, is kind of interlinked. But but I think I I'll still pick the the sort of the number thirteen the climate action because that's just something that is kind of like existential and something mm-hmm. that I'm working with so much mm-hmm. uh, at at the moment um, and uh, but yeah so it it kind of they all they all link together as you know yeah that's true that's true yeah <laughs> but thirty is important one climate action yeah yeah. And it's interesting because I think one of our guests also picked the same thing. Yeah, and, and actually yeah. gave the same reason that mm. uh, that's the most crucial, and it's it's an obvious choice from from her perspective as well. But I think for for a bank, probably I was thinking that no poverty would be your choice. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, 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 I like it. <laughs> There's also economic growth. Uh, yeah, that also. See, but yeah, I, I think climate action kind of brings all of that in there. So it's good. It's a good choice. So now I think before we, we leave here, uh, we are going to ask you, do you have any um, way of people to find you on social media, any social media handles you want to put out there? Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess um, you can follow me in in LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's maybe the kind of the, the easiest uh, easiest way I uh, when I'm not too busy <laughs> I, I sometimes post I, I do I, I think it has value and uh, and I, I do try to share uh, some insights and, and bring mm. some perspectives every now and then okay. um, but uh, yeah okay so LinkedIn. Mm. LinkedIn now all the fans will run to LinkedIn and type <laughs> I would love to thank everyone thank you for listening to the episode and uh Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having the great chat. Thank you so much for invite invitation. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pleasure having you here and I learned again a lot. A lot. Yes. Yes. Like Likewise. sustainability in banking. Yeah, that is new at least to well, you know some some companies you don't expect them to pay attention to these things. So it's really nice to know that all these traditional companies are also paying more attention to sustainability nowadays. So really nice chats, your insights, and everything you shared with us today was very educational for me personally. So thank you very much for coming to spend your afternoon or evening, actually evening with us. And see you on our next episode.
Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay, thank you for joining us on this episode. And if you're interested in following us more closely, you can follow us on LinkedIn with by searching with the name Saving Ourselves and on Instagram, Saving.Ourselves. My name is Jennifer Ohemen. I'm Maya Luka. And, and we, we are here, here to save ourselves. <laughs>